0: Hello there. This is the Tunes podcast, Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this. Uh and I don't know yet um what I, what's going to, what's what there, what there is about to happen right now what, what 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 lies in store uh because I haven't got around to looking at my notes. But now I have found them. Uh and yeah, and I'm I'm going to talk a bit about uh, the film Prisoners. I'm also going to um, say a few things about Mark Kermode and things. Because when I recorded this, I think I said something like, um, "This is where you want to go if you if you want a proper review of Prisoners. Go and look at Mark Kermode's uh, YouTube video where, where he reviews it." Um, but it's just occurred to me, uh, it's about a four-minute video because um, it's just a clip from the Kermode and Mayo Five Live Show. Um, because i i made it i think i made it sound like this was going to be an in-depth it was it's to like an in-depth review, review um and i neglected to mention that it's actually slightly shorter than the segment that i'm about, about to do uh, cuz I, I spent about 6 minutes on on each segment um so yeah uh i i will just just make it clear I, I, all i meant was when i talk about films i just talk about films i don't really dissect them I, i'm not um I, I I don't do the sort of critic style review uh, the way Mark does. So yeah, uh, that's that's what that's that, that that was my intention behind that, that, that little bit that I, t- I talk about. Oh, I must must get on with this. Uh I also um have a bit of a rant about the uh, people also like feature on Facebook pages because if, if you have a Facebook page um it shows everybody uh what what the the uh your followers also like and yeah and i i don't really know about that but yeah you'll, you'll hear me talk about that later on it, it's um it, it's it's it, it's it's absolutely um vital to to, this, to the body of this uh yeah uh, uh, and also beluga weekly um yeah, Beluga, Beluga Weekly number 161. And, and why I didn't think that one was too bad. Okay. Oh, well, I'll just, I'm just going to get on with the first segment. Uh, so anyway, uh, last Saturday, I sat down with a bottle of Coke. I went old school, I had a glass bottle. And I sat down and watched the film Prisoners from 2013. And you're about to hear me talk about it. i was going to university um one of the films that i watched not as part of the course because it, it was to do with film and tv and video editing and all that sort of thing but uh, a friend just recommended the film changeling the clint eastwood film with angelina Jolie, uh which is now one of my favorite films i think um definitely in terms of drama because I, I haven't seen that Many drama films, because I, I watch a lot of comedies and um, animated films. But yeah, um, as uh, as dramas go, that, that's up there, one of my favourites. And I think there's something about separation stories or um, missing children stories that are very captivating. It just makes me want to, to carry on, to, to, to see how it goes and what directions it goes in. So here we have Prisoners uh, and this film is is only um only about 3 years old now. Uh and it passed me by I've got to say I I actually don't remember this coming out. You know it's funny cuz um, you've got Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal um or Gyllenhaal I don't know you never mind <laughs> I don't don't want to don't to get stuck on that again but um yeah. Uh, it, it, so this is the kind of film that I, I feel like I it, 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 m- most people would have, would likely remember it coming out. Somehow, I just it, it doesn't seem to be one that people really talk about. Like, oh yeah, prisoners. <laughs> um, and uh, I think yeah, I I kept thinking about Changeling when I was watching this because it's another one of those films where um it it really it really did succeed in getting me invested in actually kind of caring about the victims although i suppose it, in this film you have two children going missing and you yeah, they, they do build it out the 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 way it's edited and in the direction does make it um very very gripping and yeah i i found myself actually caring about these characters um, I'm guessing this was a work of fiction although obviously um, the, the, the similar stories have been told and, and this is a thing that does happen child abduction is, is obviously a real thing um, and uh, after I watched this film I, I did I did I, I had a look at Mark Kermode's review of it because it—it's funny. I, I think, as I say, I—I I, I don't remember it coming out because I've listened to Mark Kermode's reviews. Right? These days, I just tend to watch the YouTube videos. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I would have been still listening to the Mark Kermode podcast uh, in in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah. Um, so. I just went on YouTube and and had a look at the, the video of him reviewing the film, and he does a very good job. The, the, this is the guy you want to go to if you actually want to review, because I'm not I'm not reviewing anything. I'm just, um, you know, like, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying whether um it, it's a cinematic masterpiece or whether I I, I you know um I'm, I, I'm not going to pick away at it. Uh, Mark. Uh, you know, he he gives a very good spoiler-free review. And I think if you're going to watch this film, um, uh, I recommend also, you know, after, after you've watched it, have a look at uh, Mark Commode reviewing it. Because I, uh, um, I... There was one thing that he said that I thought was very interesting, is how, to him, the... the um, the third act of the film, he said, um, is completely full of plot holes. Um, and, and I thought about that because I kind of see what he means. And the thing is, because th- this might just be because I wasn't giving my full attention. This is always a problem when I'm watching films. Uh, my mind wanders. And, I, I, and So yeah, there were, there were some things that I'd, I didn't quite get myself. But I think it's, it's funny because there's a lot of ambiguity in this film um it's it's uh it is kind of hard to tell if what these are, are actually plot holes or that um it, it's it's just something that isn't fully explained because they're not giving you all the information uh in fact the 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 very last thing that you see at the ending it, it's it's is an, an open ending um you're left guessing what actually happens, what actually happens to Hugh Jackman in particular. Um, And by the way, I think it is quite amazing how Hugh Jackman plays his character who first you kind of sympathise with, and then he goes totally insane and does some um, quite questionable stuff. And at that point is where you you sort of think, well now, (laughs) please take a chill pill, you've got (laughs) you got an R rating in America, so yeah um... (laughs) it's really not surprising it's another gory one (laughs) and you know how much I love those but yeah um, I I, I think it was was good would I watch it again? yes, I'm going to say I would I I would (laughs) I think because it it, it did a good job as I say, in, um, in kind of Getting me invested and actually caring about the, the characters. Right, so now, internet. Tell me what my next film will be, the one that I will be talking about in next week's episode. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, 1988. Damn you, Shakapus! Right, it's the uh, six-minute shout-out. Okay, ready? It's time to spin that internet wheel. Here we go. Oh, uh, yeah, um, It really is spinning. It's really there. It's, it, it's real. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's still going. It's gonna slow down quite soon. And there it is. It has landed on tunes. Uh this is this is the uh the software used by Studio Ghibli and various other uh animation people. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, this is actually something that I heard about quite recently. Um sorry. Um the uh the, the yeah it's just 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 as I said. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Um these I I'm still trying to work something out because I I want I I actually quite like to download this myself. Um I I'm, g- I'm going to read what it says on um, <coughs> wired.co.uk Animators aspiring to be the next Hayao <laughs> are now one step closer to their dreams uh, as the animation software used by Studio Ghibli is now free and open source. Toons with a Z is a software package created by Italian Studio Digital Video That's what it's called, is it? I got a bit confused there. Digital Video what? Oh, that's that's it, that's the name. Sorry. Uh, Designed to aid in the creation of traditional 2D animation. It has been acquired... I'm really making myself uncomfortable, I've not got a lot of elbow room today. See, I always say I'm going to clean up, but I I never get around to it everywhere, there's just... Oh, there's just there's clutter everywhere. Where was I? Uh, digital video. Designed to aid in the creation of traditional 2D animation, it has been acquired by Japanese telecommunications and media company, Dwango, which is planning on releasing it to open distribution. From the 26th of March, anyone will be able download so we still got it's not it, it, said, it said it says it's now free and ready to open apparently it's, it's, they lie it's the 26th of March um but what, what do, so that'll be the day that this episode comes out right yeah so just as well uh <laughs> yeah uh anyone will be able to download Toon's uh, Studio Ghibli version which includes features we, we uh the the fame the famed animation house has helped develop, which which includes features the famed animation house has helped develop. Am I am I reading that wrong? Hang on for the the, 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 the studio Ghibli version, which includes features the famed animation house has helped develop. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. If I, I think I got that wrong. Um, beyond that, Duango's acquisition comes with the agreement that, that the software becomes even more accessible. From the deal's announcement, Digital Video and Duango agreed to close the deal under the condition Duango will publish and develop an open source platform based on Toons. This will simply be known as. Uh, known simply as. as simply. <laughs> I'm just butchering everything today. This will be known as simply Open Toons. I didn't even need to worry about that. (laughs) Toons was first released in 1993 and has gone on to become a powerful tool for 2D animation. Besides Studio Ghibli's more recent works, first used on 1999's Princess Mononoke, it has been used to produce the likes of Futurama, Asterix, and even video games such as Discworld 2. It's flexible too, uh, able to work with old-school hand-drawn animation or, or entirely digital productions. OpenTunes has the potential to expand the relatively insular creative world of animation making professional level suite available to amateur or independent animators and bigger established studios alike so that's good news um, it, this might uh, get me back into animation because I, yeah I, I'm still not I'm not what you would call an animator because I don't really do a lot of animation these days uh, I experimented a lot with um, using iMovie to make animations. And those are all on, on the Blue Kittens YouTube um, stuff that I came out with, and it was it was quite quite a lot of fun. I I, I worked with a friend. We we did the voices of the characters. There's a Barrel and Stan animation, and that's nearly a decade old now, <laughs> which does bother me a bit because I thought we we probably get more than one done within a decade. But yeah, I, um, uh, th- this might be it. This might. Um, Kind of, I might get the animation bug, or maybe just uh, do some random stuff. I quite like to do something with the uh, awkward fish that I, I put in the uh, Weekly, because uh, I, I think that that would be a good excuse to just do just kind of lazy animation that uh, works to its advantage. You know, that actually. Um, has a bit of a humorous feel to it. So yeah, uh, it it, it might happen, but then again, it might not. Arrest that jazz pancake!
1: Yes, sir! Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the Fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the Fump is? The what? The Fump, F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, Uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the... Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. Oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's Flubber. The Fump. What is The Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half-Great Dane, half-Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what The Fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from The Dr. Demento Show, including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spam, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbrick, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the funny music podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ah, I quit. I'm going
0: home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Wonderful. I get to talk about one of the one of my preferred beluga weeklies this week yeah um this is beluga weekly number 161 uh, and this is with tracy and macy the cows who um if you've looked at cows play that's the thing that i do on my website every friday yeah they're, they're, they're these cartoon cows I, I draw um and they because yeah, this is um this, I think this was, no, this, no the, not the first, this was the second Blue Weekly in which both of them, excuse me, both of them appear, because um, uh, Tracy had been in a few and then Macy was introduced a bit later on. Anyway, the first panel, Macy is, is standing by this fence and saying, I just love watching trains go by, all the little children waving from the carriages really makes my day. Tracy is saying, give me a break. Macy then says, "You should try this, Tracy. It's just delightful." Then Tracy suddenly jumps up, dressed as the Hamburglar from McDonald Land, and is, and she's saying, "I want hamburgers and as uh, as their cows." You know, obviously, this is something that they find they would find scary, and so Macy is shrieking with in fear, um, and she just falls down and. Tracy looks down at her with this evil grin. Things have changed a bit because these two characters they the idea originally was that um Tracy was was very kind of she, she wasn't just a grump she she hated other people being happy and and was was always going out of her way to make people as miserable as she was or in in this case traumatize her friends. <laughs> Uh, and she didn't like Macy at all that was one thing that because you yeah, know this was this was a it was a, um the early stage of the their relationship together i made it very clear in the in in the one where macy makes her first appearance that tracy doesn't like like because I, I i i sort of had this idea that they they weren't actually together the whole time they um they kind of met uh during these these episodes and um it it has uh, things have changed because I've made Tracy much less aggressive and um and I, I I think um these days she she just um she you know she 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 doesn't hate Macy because they're, they're, they're pretty much sisters. That's the thing. They The idea is that they were both cloned from the same cow. Um, and literally the only difference is that one of them is always happy and the other one ne- never quite seems to be. Um, but they, they, they do get along. This is what what I've decided now. They, the, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Tracy now, you know, she enjoys spending time with Macy, but she doesn't express it so much. It's it's kind of like um, it's basically like Egon in Ghostbusters. She she just keeps that same expression, same fixed look, kind of po faced look, and because yeah, each time I I I do one of these cows play drawings, the idea is that she's in a different costume each each week, but I never change her expression in fact she's pretty much exactly the i use exactly the same template of tracy through each one i use the same template template for macy but um i like to tweak her a lot and make it look like she's she's sort of, sort of getting into character and you know because each time you see them they're they're dressed up they're pretending to be the you know, like, um various other different characters yeah. Uh, getting back to the the comic strip, um, I liked it. I think because going back to the first panel, Tracy is not in the shot. She does have a line, but she's hiding. She's actually she's already preparing herself for that glorious moment where she's going to prank Macy. Um, so, she, so she's saying that, you know, "Give me a break." While well, she's hold she's actually holding up uh, a little cutout of her. And and it, and it's, it's just, she's just making it look like she's she's just hanging around doing what she would normally do sort of, and it's very small. It's meant to look like she's kind of in the background. Um, and and Macy's none the wiser. She's not actually looking over at her. She's she, she has has her in a peripheral vision, I suppose. Um, so and in the second panel, while Macy's talking and still isn't looking at where Tracy is. You can just make out Tracy's hoof, where that's the, the one that's holding on to this this fake Tracy, <laughs> um, and and then in the third panel, Tracy is just chucking it aside so she can make that big reveal. Um, and I, I think you know, it, it, it's um, it, it's a. a, a it's not not exactly a, a terrific payoff um I was just thinking you know hamburglar that's a little reference the first time we see Tracy dressed up, so she i suppose this, this does show that, that she enjoys cosplaying uh, that that's that's how we know that um she doesn't get roped into it by macy when when we see them every Friday. So yeah, so go to belugatoons.com if you want want to have a look at some of the cow's play drawings. Because it's still currently going I don't know yet when I'm going to take a break or whatever. But yeah, uh, I like it because the ideas just keep coming.
1: We're going to be best friends.
0: People also like... That's something that a lot of you may have come across if you've been on a Facebook page recently. Uh, especially those of you who run a Facebook page. You've probably noticed that uh, down the side you have all these different sections like where you see um, uh, things like the photos that you've uploaded and stats and all sorts of things. And Yeah, um, I've recently noticed on the Beluga Toons Facebook page you can see... Under the in the People Also Like section, there there are three pages, um, I'll just read them out. Uh, drunk Texts, Entertainment Website. Kick-Ass Texts, Entertainment Website. And Weird Texts, Entertainment Website. Uh, now, not only are these all Entertainment Websites that end with the word text... Texts, but um, they they also uh, rather neatly have a full stop after after the word texts, which I don't think is a coincidence. I don't think any of that is a coincidence. Um, I think these are automated pages for automated accounts, and I, I don't know. This is a way in which people make money. It's a sort of clickbait scam kind of thing going on, um, and I mean, fine you know for me this is just a bit of a slightly embarrassing annoying first world problem because all it does is it shows that most of my followers uh are automated accounts um and I can't say I'm surprised because I was a little bit suspicious when I, I got over 500 likes on, on, the, on that I thought I don't, I don't I'm pretty sure I haven't earned those that haven't earned that many um yeah, uh, but I bring this up not just because I'm a little bit annoyed at it myself, but uh, I tried to look up a solution because I I just thought I'd like to see if I can just remove that section from my page. But I still don't know if that's possible. It's not so much I, I, I don't know how to do it. It doesn't appear to be something you can actually do because I looked it up. I googled the problem and... Um, on one of the Facebook forums, uh, there were some quest- you know, questions and answers for this. Uh, someone had uh, been, been asking this, uh, asking about this. Uh, uh, people also like section, and nobody's been able to give them uh, a, a sl- to bring a solution to the table because. Uh, I think people mistake this for a slightly different issue um, you can you can go to settings and go to this this bit that says similar page suggestions and uncheck the box that says uh, what is it uh hang on um, when you uncheck the box that says uh, include page name when recommending similar pages people might like. On a page timeline um, that doesn't get rid of the people also like section because what you're actually doing is you're making yourself invisible to other pages so it 's annoying because um, everyone who's had this same problem is um is being told that this is the only only thing they can do and it, it isn't the solution to the problem that they're asking about. And it seems that it, it's a, a big issue to people who run businesses, because Blue Gatoons isn't isn't technically a business... well <laughs> I could go into technicalities, but anyway, I I'm not depending, you know, this isn't my livelihood I'm talking about. So it it doesn't really affect me but i'm i'm just starting to see that there are people who are really concerned because they're running businesses and they're competing with other businesses and under the people also like section they're getting uh, com- you know competing businesses displayed for all to see and they don't want that they 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 have to eliminate that it's something that um the, 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 you know, they 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 can't they can't settle for that um so i don't know um i'm i'm thinking of asking around and seeing if, if there is anyone who knows about this if the, if it's in any way possible if anyone from facebook is listening <laughs> please make an option where we can remove sections like that because it you know apparently there are some people who would of for very good reasons not like to have that displayed on their page so yeah um it's funny because you know it's a thing that i investigated because I, i i just noticed it and it seems that not only am i not the only one who's experiencing this but it's happening to people who yeah it actually kind of matters a lot more uh, a lot more too. So, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping that that's not going to be. It, we're not we're not going to be stuck with this this thing that has to be up on the page. Um, cause, yeah, cause it, it's a bit embarrassing for me, but it it's a genuine problem for other people. What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint. Yep. Now you're getting it. Well, it's very nearly time for me to once again send you all on your merry way. Um, and one thing I'd, I'd just like to do I'd just like to give a shout out to uh, Will O'Neill uh, I talked about him in, in the previous episode Because he, he has a podcast called Ready Made Society um, Yeah and uh, We follow each other on Instagram um, And I, I thought it'd be nice to um, Just give him a mention Because uh, I was just uploading the, the new Cows play To Instagram earlier on And uh, um, he went around liking all of the, the different cows plays that i've done and various other posts you just spent a bit of time liking and commenting on my work and it was nice to have that that level of appreciation uh, in the, this morning so yeah um i, I just I, I, that's made me feel so good it's really made my day so thanks will that's that, that's just the loveliest thing and uh yeah um i'm sorry i have to hurry up now and, and talk about the comic book club here in Southampton, which takes place the third Thursday of every month from 7pm to 10pm at the Goblet's Wine Bar on Above Bar Street. They have a, a Twitter, at CBC Sotten. You can also check out their Facebook page, just look up Com- Comic Book Club Southampton. Right, so uh, that's it. Uh, so just uh, My website is blugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S uh, blugatoons uh, also has um, a red bubble store. I should actually just put up a link on the uh, on the website. I'll probably do that at some point. It will save me a bit of time. So yeah, I do hope you have enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. So take care and bye bye.